0: Life is a journey, and eventually all roads come together. You are listening to Breaking Camp, conversations focusing on our passion for the outdoors, everyday life, learning new things, and growing as people. I'm Aaron Brenneman. And I'm Bryce Ginther. And this is Breaking Camp.
1: Welcome, Shadowcasters, to Breaking Camp. This is Bryce and Aaron, your camp hosts. Camp hosts. Yeah. I don't know what a Shadowcaster is. Have you never seen a
0: river runs through it? I read the short story. What's the guy's name? Norman McLean or something
1: like yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah. the scene where where he's standing on the rock in the middle of the river and okay. I don't want to spoil it. Well, it's Pitt. been twenty-five you, years. You can so. spoil, I can spoil it. It's <laughs> a twenty-five-year-old movie. <laughs> anyway, he starts he, he his brother has Brad Pitt, you know, okay. has, has improved his fishing ability because his older brother had gone off to work and be a up. Yeah. But, but Brad Pitt, of course, right. I'm obviously his name's not Brad Pitt in the movie, but yeah. Um, but he became this excellent fly caster. And so he would shadow cast, which is where, um, the fly would, he would cast where it would skim above the surface of the water and not hit the water. And, and then he would only after, you know, creating this shadow a few times, then he would let it, Hit the water, but it was just creating this huge, cool, snaking cast. Oh, shadow casting. So I'm giving our listeners all this credit. Like they're shadow casters. I, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. So, okay. What, well, hopefully,
0: if they don't know what you're talking about, yeah. Today they might learn.
1: Today, you you just might learn a little bit more about that. Is your day. Big day. Yeah. Dude, I
0: had a little taste. Of my dream career recently. Really, so good.
1: Ah, oh, I mean, tell I didn't me get more. I didn't get the paycheck. Oh,
0: but I don't think there's really a paycheck for this. Okay, I had a couple opportunities Wait, to play. Pause.
1: Your dream career has no paycheck. <laughs>
0: no, uh, sorry about that. It's uh, I mean, I guess you get free lodging. Okay, all right, keep going. So I there's some perks. Yeah, but I got a chance to play amateur camp host.
1: You did? Yeah, twice. Oh my gosh! Twice. This is incredible. So this me was where? on the
0: trip uh, a while back. The road trip. The road trip. But I was just thinking about it the other day, and I was like, "That was really fun." Because I remember in the moment, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a. I mean, you're a chatty with strangers guy.
1: Oh yeah. If I want to be.
0: I am not a chatty
1: with stranger guy.
0: Yeah. That's why it's really nice to be around like you and Zach. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: With another with strangers. Yeah. Because I can just fade in the background. <laughs> Yeah, you seem I to go get about my stuff. You seem to get you guys busy are like, about the time people rough. walk over. Yeah. Totally. I'm a, not a chain. Your head is in the
1: bins and you're just Sometimes
0: rifling. I can be. Yeah. Like I really enjoy chatting with grandmas. <laughs> <laughs> Old uh grandpas, librarians. Libra- yes, librarians for sure. Yeah. I was at the library the other day. First time I'd been inside in a long time. Yeah. Chatted up my librarian friend. Oh, we do the photo club together. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> let's not m- amateur camp posting. <laughs> yes. So, uh, two times. The first time I was at a campsite, and uh, we kind of just pulled through. We were doing some scouting, mm-hmm. and you know, you f- you figure out pretty quickly like who manages this, right? What land are we on? Who's in control? What agency is this? BLM? Is it Forest Service? Is it mm-hmm. State Parks? Is it managed by a private? private company for a delegation of somebody else. But if you don't spend much, say you just pull into one and you want to go for a little walk in the woods, Mm -hmm. you, it's overwhelming. They got the boards, they got the signs, they got the envelopes, they got the, the places to slide them. They Mm -hmm. got the rules. They got a lot of stuff. They got a board and has some numbers and they're circled, you know, and all this stuff. So Mm -hmm. I just got a chance to, to help these fine folks Mm -hmm. with, uh, understanding, the way of operation here. It was great. It's like the person drives in. You don't. They don't know what's going on. And then I'm like, Oh no! Let me help you out so here. So what you do? The park didn't is, ask
1: you to do this. You just hopped in.
0: Oh, I just filled it. I t- I tapped
1: my arm and I was in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bring him in. I'm in. So so did you did you reach in and grab a vest, some sort of hat with a big brim? No,
0: but I did have to go back to the car during one of these to grab my Oregon Coast guidebook, which. Oh, okay. To kind of help them out with yeah. some hikes in some areas they were going to go to, but one was just at a campground. The lady's like, "I just pulled up. I don't know what to do." I'm like, "Oh, let me show you." So, here's the board. It says what's available. I usually would take a picture of this, grab an envelope, so yeah. that you can stake your claim once you get there. Walk back over later. Yeah, and then you, then you got the photo. You're comparing. You're driving around, seeing what's available. Right. Pick a spot. Pull in. You got your envelope. Then I'm like, here's the costs, uh-huh. and then here's how you make you check out too. If you're making a checkout out, and most people are like, "What's a check? What's a check? Yeah. a check. You, you know? just take your credit card, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. PayPal. So,
0: I mean, you can put your credit card or whatever number on yeah. the envelope. I, As a general know. practice, like, I just don't like writing that stuff down and no. putting it out into wherever. No thanks. You know, so I'm. Yeah. that's why. Update on the checks. I ran out of checks. On that road trip. So now I have a whole checkbook in the camper.
1: Oh, my gosh. You've updated. <laughs> Dude, writing so, so many checks these days. Wow. Look at you. Checks. Finally, finally getting the year right. You're not it's getting April. checks written to you. It's you're writing checks exactly. to other people. Yeah, that's, that's
0: So I did that at a couple different spots, you know, and mm-hmm. just kind of let me help you out, show you what's going on here, how mm-hmm. you do it. And they were these ladies were very appreciative. Wow. They were like, oh, oh, wonderful. And they got this pass because they thought they could park here. And I'm like... Nope, you can go anywhere with that for the day. It was good. Yeah. It was fun. Nice day. just to be helpful. I could see, I mean, we started one of our very earliest episodes talking about Bruce Lee, my favorite camp host, uh, who we're going to see Lee. here. Oh, yeah, because it wasn't the actual. Shortly. It yeah. wasn't the actual karate yeah. Bruce Lee. It was right. It's Bruce Lee, the camp host. Right. Who we actually are going to see. Yeah. Yeah. After our break. Yeah. So we're we, taking a
1: break. We are taking a break. Do you hear that? Hear what
0: that's Chad giving a woohoo <laughs> oh
1: yeah he's like yeah, yeah finally <laughs> uh, um so this is important for us because we need breaks to yeah. to refuel we all
0: need breaks in life
1: <clears throat> yeah rest so uh this show this episode is going to wrap up season 2 season 2 in the books mm-hmm. and um so for the month of may we will be uh, we'll take it. We'll be taking a break, um, and then we'll be back in June, right?
0: Episode starting Thursday morning in June. Yeah, yeah.
1: first Thursday or Friday, whatever it is in June. Yeah. Um, but while we're gone, we have some just we're we have some plans in the works. We're very excited about. I mean,
0: we're not going to be totally taking a break. We're going to still be doing a little bit of planning, mm-hmm. thinking yep. about topics, ideas. Yeah. Going camping, record a little bit.
1: We're going to so. try and throw some stuff up on the gram a little bit. Uh, just to keep touch, you know, with you guys. Um, but we do have plans that we're trying to uh just kind of finalize. Um, you guys we we uh we want to do uh, uh we got some plans in the works for a Patreon Drive. Uh we uh also received some excellent uh Gerber gear.
0: Yes, that Patreon drive is gonna be exciting. So we have Patreon, you can find us at Patreon, wherever the links in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash breaking camp. Um, everyone will be getting some extra swag, some extra perks. Yeah. So, yeah. in addition to all the stuff you get for the levels, yeah. we got some cool extra bonus items for the month of June. We also have a huge Gerber giveaway. So, we yeah. got like the six pack of these amazing tools. Yeah. They gave us a bunch of fishing stuff, knives, cutting stuff, tools.
1: Yeah. Awesome. So we are super thankful to Gerber for helping us out and um it's just awesome. We're excited. So uh be looking forward to that. Um yeah, so it's gonna be cool.
0: We so, also have a new Patreon supporter.
1: We do. Um uh, so I wanna thank I wanna thank sorry. Oh I put it I you moved it, it. You got it. it. you could do it. Yep, that's good. Let's hit we were gonna let's do it let's end. shout her out twice. Okay. That's awesome. Thank you, Fawn Veach. Uh, for, for joining us on Patreon, uh, you joined us at the angler level and we just can't thank you enough. So thank you so much for being along. Uh, we will be getting your, um, your kind of perks out into Mm -hmm. you in the mail. Uh, but this is one of them. Shout out on the air. Shout out on
0: the air. Yeah, this is great. We thank all of our Patreon supporters. It allows us to do some of the stuff, like some shirts we got plans for, some mm -hmm. koozies, some mugs we're getting ordered. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. We
1: got some cool stuff coming. So, anyway, um, that's that, and that's what we'll be doing while we're on break, and I would just encourage you during this month of May, hey, you guys, fishing season is in full effect, and so we'll talk a little bit more about that here coming up. When do rivers open? Is that May 24th? Uh, Just depends on the river, but it's going to be, usually it's that last uh, weekend in May, like Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Some rivers are open year-round, and a lot of lakes are open year-round, but fishing season opens soon we'll 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 tell that well let's let's grab a let's grab a camp cooler and we'll come back with the fishing date all right today's camp kitchen we're going to go two different directions for a camp kitchen today or camp sorry Camp cooler. What? I what? messed up. I messed up. Camp cooler. It's because I'm over here eating snacks. I know what you are you were crunching. <laughs> Camp kitchen. Crunching on chips. But like, hey, we can, I know we can't do that. That's a lot. So um, today I'm going to be drinking. Uh, I always love a good uh, name of a beer, and and you guys know that I love level level brewing. And today Is I'm that in Oregon. Yeah, it's in Portland. Do you ever go? I've never been there. Because I, I found I found out about it during COVID. Oh. So I haven't you been think able to have yet. like a lot of video games. I hope so. I really <laughs> do. Like from my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. So today I'm drinking uh sweep the leg. <laughs> sweep Japanese the leg. style rice lager. So this is kinda like a you know, like something you'd have with sushi. Uh, oh really? So good. So let's see.
0: I'm not a fan of sake. Is that what that is? It's uh-uh. sake. Uh-uh. Like
1: Sapporo, like Sapporo rice wine is sake. Oh, yeah, this is great. This would be awesome with sushi.
0: It's all stuff that I don't drink, so it kind of is the same
1: Mm. to me. If if you drink,
0: I'm just telling you insight into how my brain works. If you drink
1: Budweiser, you're drinking rice in your beer. Rice beer? Yeah, they put rice as an adjunct in their beer.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't drink Budweiser, but yes, (laughs) I understand. Yes, all the same. But I'm saying here's an insight. Sapporo? Yeah. Rice beer? Yeah. Sake, rice wine. Rice wine. Mm-hmm. I don't drink either of them. Mm. They're all the same. Mm. All right, here to four. Here to four. If your email address is at Yahoo, at Hotmail, at Netscape, yeah. I can't remember which one it is. All I know is that it's one of those ones that nobody uses.
1: Which is, I don't know how you make that connection to this, but okay. It's the same thing. So, how is it? I love it. It's, it's, this would be awesome with sushi. It's great now. It's just, I like the, it's light, it's crisp, it's, there's no bitterness to it. It's just an easy drinking beer. Lager, lager, lager.
0: Yeah. Um, That is one of the things that I have missed about this. Pandemic is not being able to go off sushi. I know that's like really the only food that I've missed. Yeah, because especially the
1: conveyor belts. Yeah, it yeah. <laughs> comes right to you. It's a trade off.
0: The quality, the freshness may not be the same as no. like ordering it. To Definitely order. not. Yeah. But it's quick. You're in. You're out. Prices
1: are low during happy hour. Yeah, it's and quick. you can just decide. Do I feel? Do I feel fancy? And I get the yeah. blue plate, or mm. I'm like, ah, down and dirty. I'm going to go with the. Do red I feel like or spending
0: a dollar eighty five? Yeah. Or two dollars and ten cents.
1: Well, like the tan plate is always the boring, cheap one, right? Sometimes I'm a fan of filling up on the cheapy.
0: I get a cucumber <laughs> roll, yeah, or a jalapeno roll mm-hmm. for a dollar, and then yeah. blow it out at the end with the flavor.
1: Do you get those like those little uh, the the what are they like the eclairs with the little chocolate and they have the cream inside? Occasionally, the mini bite size. I donuts. like
0: them to be very cold. Oh, yeah. so good. Do you ever get the little uh the stuff that looks like macaroni and cheese? <laughs> but I think it's like scallops. It's like cream scallops.
1: Ah, uh, you ever seen that? I don't remember. I'd have to I'm sure I've seen it. Yeah. I don't think so. I usually like to get the fish. Okay. I like the fish. I like fake crab. I like those kinds of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever
0: go for cream barbecue? <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Bologi. I must be hungry. You must be. <laughs> I must be hungry. Do you ever... Do you ever... <laughs> what else can we dream about and make ourselves more hungry? We got from rice beer to <laughs> Korean barbecue. <laughs> Korean barbecue is the best. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. It's like all you can eat, one price, and you just keep ordering and ordering and ordering.
1: <laughs> I mean... We must be, also we're just trying not to, like we haven't been out to dinner very much. Yeah, I
0: must be kind of delirious because I'm just (laughs) kind of like random thoughts here.
1: Well, please, like what, tell me what are you, what are you having for a cooler? For a cooler, I
0: have a, this is a product of the Pacific Northwest. This is an all natural huckleberry Hmm. spiked sparkly water, sparky water.
1: And what's it called? It's huckleberry. That's not what it's called.
0: It's San Juan Seltzer. So it must be made San up Juan in Island. Washington. like yeah. San Juan I bet Island. I it's
1: up I there. Mm-hmm.
0: Huh. Yeah. Seattle, Washington. Yeah. Huckleberry.
1: Is it good? Take a drink. 85 calories. Zero carbs. Zero I can sugar. smell it from here. I can smell the huckleberry.
0: It's okay. It's all right.
1: So, all right. Now, I think today's going to be exciting for me. Um, we got to talking, and and you were you were asking me some questions, like, what about if somebody, uh, you know, wants to learn how to fly fish and they and they don't know how? Yeah. I may have just lost half our listeners with that sentence. And I'm out. People are like, fishing, again, these guys. But wait, don't go. Don't go. (laughs) This is the episode
0: where you don't have to know anything about fishing, Mm -mm. and you're going to tell us a little bit about kind of a primer, an intro. Yeah. To fly fishing. What do I what do I need? What's the difference between this and that? Yeah. Can I just take my sink tip line and cut it off and have it be a regular line? <laughs> Maybe. Debatable.
1: <laughs> well, and a lot of people don't even know that a sink tip even exists, right? What, what are you talking about? <clears throat> right. So that's what we're going to start from the very beginning. We're not going to dive deep. If you're a fly fisherman and you know a lot about this, it, it may be a lot of review for you. Yeah. Uh, so that's okay. Um, you can fact check me. You can, you can, Ooh, you know, yeah. you know, help me out. But th- I do have a uh, a fun game at the end of this. Okay, uh, you got more, a game. Uh huh. A little interactive. So, so that'll be good. And and those that uh, fly fish and those that don't can all play along.
0: Oh, so everybody can test their knowledge. Mm-hmm. in A fun little game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'll be good. We'll look forward to that. So, first thing, um, like we have talked about. Uh, different times when we're starting a new thing is like, hey, where do I start? That's the first question, right? Yeah,
0: um, you, you got an interest and a desire of some sort. Mm-hmm. Maybe you read the new Patagonia cal- catalog and you think, oh, fly fishing looks fun.
1: Yeah, like yeah. So there's a lot of good people, good yeah. looking people in it, and they're just all outfitted perfectly. I don't even know the first thing about <laughs> it. Right? Where do I start? <clears throat> where do you start? YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. That's where everything starts.
0: Did you copy and paste this over from another thing? Where no. do I start? YouTube. No, it's no, this called? is all okay. original.
1: I did not. Um, so, and the only reason I say that is because that's how I approach most things. YouTube mm-hmm. has become such a wealth of knowledge. Now, there's a bunch of garbage where it's like, no, this isn't actually helpful. That's where this podcast started, actually, was YouTube. I know. <laughs> we did. We're like, how do we hook up our equipment? What equipment do we need? Yeah. And it was wrong. <laughs> yeah. YouTube. <laughs> that was on YouTube. <laughs> but we also fixed it. Yeah. Uh but, but the fact of the matter is there's so much information out there, and it can save you money if you mm. find the right videos um, and if you're if you're a savvy YouTube searcher, right? So all of us, I think, have fairly decent uh, YouTube skills at this point. So uh, I wouldn't say that's the place you land, but that's a a cool place to start. And you can kind of do sort of a um, this versus that, you know, reviews of this or that if you're kind of thinking, okay, I I don't know if I want this uh, piece of gear versus that one or do I really need this? Mm -hmm. Uh, You can get people's opinions and sort of form your own from what they say.
0: So YouTube, let me just make sure I get this right. YouTube has people's opinions? (laughs) Tends to. Okay.
1: Check. Got it. Opinions. I I think my favorite thing about YouTube is when it's like the people start their video. And and I I have this, I I don't know why I do this, but I get sucked into some of the worst produced videos out there. And I'm not saying that I make a bunch of good videos. I, I don't. I don't really, so I don't make video. I've got. Do you put videos on YouTube? A long time ago, I did some with my kids and just like oh, okay. silly things or whatever. Yeah. But it's just, it's not even. It's just boring, right? It's just what is this thing? Is before we even understood what it is. Yeah. But here's the here's the deal: where they they start their video and they sort of look into the camera, and they're like, "Hello, YouTube." <laughs> <And> I just am <laughs> like, that is the
0: weirdest way to, to start. That's an interesting. <laughs> Intro because that addressing a person (laughs) as a technology is not that dissimilar from the Peloton thing Mm -hmm. where it's shouting, Mm -hmm. You can do this, Peloton. Mm -hmm. Well, Peloton is the bike that's the the bike you're sitting on. (laughs) Person, so this is the guy yelling what's Uh, up what's up youtube uh make sure you set make sure you get all my videos i got a new video out (laughs) click that notification button down there on the left people and then make sure you make sure you subscribe (laughs) and then also while you're at it just smash that like button smash it
1: (laughs) yeah but then when they point and stuff and sometimes they don't even pop up it's just funny so (laughs) i don't know anyway okay youtube so start there, but also I would I would say <clears throat> go to your go to your local shops. And when I say local shops, um, <laughs> okay, I'm not against big box stores, okay, per se, but you're not going to find very many experts at a big box store.
0: Okay, so these people might know like where a GI Joe's is, for example.
1: Yeah, Joe's. <laughs> yeah, it was like <laughs> 25 Dick's years ago. Goods. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. A sportsman's warehouse. Yeah. Fisherman's marine, right? Right. Maybe let's assume somebody who's getting into the sport. Cabela's.
1: Cabela's. You know, Bass Bass Pro. Pro.
0: Yeah. But like, how are they going to find a a small shop? Right. Well, that's a question. Google. Google. Okay. Okay. There you go. Okay. (laughs) Where you live Mm -hmm. or where you want to fish, fly shop.
1: If you can't find through your Google machine anything, I, I can't help you. <laughs> do you
0: ever use the "Let me Google, Google that for you" link?
1: Uh, no,
0: I don't. I don't, I don't know what I'll, this I'll, is. I'll have to, to do that. It... Basically, it says when somebody asks you when somebody asks you a question that like could easily be answered via Google, mm. you Google it for them, mm-hmm. send them back the link that takes them to a Google like page and uh-huh. shows you typing in the question, <laughs> and then gives them the results.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Slightly
0: passive aggressive.
1: Passive aggressive. But in this case, it could work. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, go find uh, a local, uh, you know, fly shop around if you've got one, and most most cities have at least one or two mm-hmm. uh, around. I know we do, and and then even destination spots will have their own local yeah. expertise. Yeah, absolutely. But I would say if you're if you're planning a weekend, let's do some research before we get there. Let's do some purchasing before you get mm. there because leave no trace principle number 1.
0: <laughs> Plan ahead and <laughs> Plan prepare. Plan
1: ahead last episode. All right. <laughs> um Check I like how you 217. I like how you tying that together. Um so so anyway, go to your fly shop, just tell them you're a beginner. Don't fake them out. They're going to know. That you're new. They're going to judge you immediately. And the first reason, the first way that they'll know is when you'll say, hey, I kind of want to buy a fly pole.
0: I want to buy a fly pole. Do you have, do you have any fly poles? Do you have any fly like poles? Like beginner fly poles?
1: Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> fun fact, <laughs> any angler who is worth their salts calls every rod just that. It's a rod. A rod. A fishing rod. It's not fishing a fishing pole. I gotta get my pole. <laughs> yeah, fishing poles. That is not. That's not what it. Would if this have was it. YouTube, it would have like a ding, and then like <laughs> <laughs> rule number one. Rule number one. <laughs> Call it a rod. <laughs> yeah, it's a rod. Whether <laughs> it's a gear rod or a fly rod, right? Okay, it doesn't matter. Rod. Rod. So, um, so anyway, uh, go into your shop. Talk to them. Say, hey, listen, I want to learn about this, um, and they should if they're worth their salt, then Mm -hmm. they should be, uh, taking care of you and helping you figure that out. Now, um, another great way to, uh, start to learn about just what you need and, and kind of how to approach the sport is to go with a guide. If you can afford to go with a guide, I would recommend it. Uh, that's what they're there for. They're there to help people who aren't very good at a thing, experience it in a way Mm. that is fun. And, um, you know, that's the nice part about, um, the, well, a lot of these local shops will run guides out of their shops. Mm. Um, you know, you can use social media to ask, "Hey, who's who's you know knows any good guides around?"
0: I was going to ask because I would think you'd just grab the phone book, the phone and just book, go to yeah. f- fishing guides, and the white pages, and then you go to yellow pages, AA Best Fishings. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, AA. Yep, you're always going to start with that guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so that's good. So you can go to a shop and ask them. You know, do you have mm-hmm. any? Preferred guides. Let's say, let's say you do got the the, the cash here
1: mm-hmm.
0: to shell out for this. Yeah, you might want to look at going like a, a body of water that you are then in the future going to go to, so you get exactly. some local knowledge. Yeah. But let's say you don't have anything, you don't know nothing, you're going to go with this guy. What do you bring? Do you bring?
1: Well, that's the question for the guide, right? So have that conversation oh. with them. So hey. don't don't assume <laughs> anything.
0: Just ask the guide.
1: Ask them. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Tell them that you're a brand new total beginner. Okay. I need to know exactly what I want to do. They they will tell you. Either, you know, maybe you don't have waiters, right? And you're going to need them. They will say you can either buy them or rent them from me, right? Yeah. Uh there's a lot of shops that that rent waiters, and I would say that's oh, actually wow. a great way to go if they have an option because waiters are not cheap um and yeah. and you can kind of wear you know, a rented pair and just see, does this matter? Do I want this to be better or does it need to be this good or whatever?
0: Yeah, do I want the sticky neoprene yeah. one that or a, sweats on the inside or do yeah. I want a, a lightweight, breathable one?
1: Well, the nice thing is I would say that almost, almost totally neoprene waiters are almost all gone. Okay, well, another
0: thing might be like, am I fine pulling these off every time I need to go to the bathroom or do I find value in a a zipper?
1: Oh man. I so covet (laughs) the full zip waiter. I still haven't gotten those. FYI, those are expensive. Yeah. Um, I, I would love to have a pair of those.
0: Okay. So what about lunch? Like, do they bring lunch? What if, what if you eat
1: keto (laughs) or vegan? Dude, if you have special dietary needs in the world forever and ever, just take care of yourself. (laughs) Please. All right. Do everyone a favor.
0: Ding. <laughs> Check Bring two. your own food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but a guide will always uh, provide some sort of snack or meal. Okay. That's part of the gig. You know, you're yeah. paying for. You're paying premium prices uh, t- for this experience, and typically they will provide a great experience, which includes. A lunch, and they they might bring along beverages. Uh, a lot of times, they don't provide alcohol, uh, mm-hmm. and so that would be a question if you want to drink beer on the river or something like that. Ask ahead of time. Uh, it's kind of assumed that you will. And you don't have to, right? Obviously, so but you don't have to. <coughs> you don't have to. You can choose not to. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> alcohol <laughs> three, not required. <laughs> not required to do fishing. <laughs> I'm just watching this whole
0: podcast unfold in my head like it's a YouTube. <laughs> So I see you saying hello YouTube. Yeah. And then like you're talking and then all these things are popping up on screen. Yeah. A lot of pointing.
1: <laughs> a lot of pointing. And like a super delayed, like once my finger moves, then, then the link pops, pops up. up. Yeah. 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 Uh, so anyway, that you will they'll they'll take good care of you. But okay. and so that's the guide world and you can kind of, you know, dip your toe in the water, so to speak, of, of the world of, of fly fishing. And, you know, after going maybe you know, once or twice with a guide or a few times, whatever your, your budget kind of allows you. Um, you'll probably start to develop a list of things that you want. So takes us to the next thing. What do you need? Right? So obviously you're going to need a fly rod,
0: fly pole, fly pole, get your own fly pole.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as far as fly rods go, I would say we're going to keep this super basic Super basic. Um fly rods come in weights and the lower the number, the lighter the rod. So like a one weight. A one weight would be a tiny little noodle. Tiny little for, noodle. For for you s- know, catching bluegill.
0: Small little stream.
1: Yeah, tiny stream. And oh, one what, weight. What
0: about a one piece one weight?
1: I've actually never cast a one weight. I've cast a two weight okay. and I was shocked at how limited your casting is. Mm. It's so they're so delicate. Cast so, in like my Tenkara. Oh yeah, I've never cast that either. Mm. Yeah, which is Not a whole nother because
0: it's only just <laughs> Yeah, the no, length of the no rod. rod yeah. There's no reel. There's just line. Okay, right. So there's weights. <clears throat> so like a one weight is going to be really one two weight really. It's like a one iron in golf. Nobody really has one. You know, <laughs> yeah. a two two weight three weight is going to be a lightweight trout rod, right? And then you get up into the yeah. six seven. Yeah, you're into more heavy-duty salmon, steelhead rods. Exactly, more backbone to them, more fish-fighting yeah. power, more casting ability. Yeah,
1: well, and and with everything, you know, obviously the line weighs more, the rod, everything weighs more, right? Then, not that they're heavy, but but again, when you're if you're gonna say trout fish, which I think the majority of people that are starting fly fishing, they would probably start with trout or yeah. bass or yeah. panfish, you know. I would recommend getting a 5 weight. A 5 weight rod would would get you fishing for literally anything. You can catch a steelhead all the way down to the smallest fish. And I it'll still right fun. here.
0: I use a 5 weight and I catch the smallest fish.
1: You <laughs> see? Just like Aaron. You can be
0: just like Aaron. So you're matching your rod with your line
1: so it's heavier. So that's lighter. what I'll I'll get to that oh, next. Okay. So well, let me ask
0: you another question then, real fast. What's it mean if a rod uh, so a r- rod will always be one weight only, and then a reel. Yep. Oh, you'll probably get to that. Those can sometimes be five slash six, right? Three slash four, right? You can
1: talk about that. Yep. Okay. Yep. I got you covered. I get ahead of myself quite often <laughs> in my thinking. So <clears throat> once you've once you've picked your rod, it'll have the weight rating, and and so you have your hand raised. <laughs> You're not a very good student. Question. Yes. <laughs> There's also two-piece rods, three-piece rods, four-piece rods. Seven-piece rods. There's what? all kinds. What? Seven-piece rods? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, like, backpacking, right? Oh, yeah. That's cool. Right? So, super cool. Super frustrating when you only have a seven-piece and you're just driving to the river. A lot of things to line up. Oh. A lot of putting together. Okay. <clears throat> I will say this.
0: It's so, is a, it really just a convenience thing or is there more functionality and additional pieces? So,
1: so the answer gets a little bit into the weeds. Into the weeds. Okay. Season three. <laughs> <laughs> so, is season three going to be called Into the Weeds? That's a good season name. Then we just oh, dig super deep. Super deep in there. Out Lose outside. every listener.
0: Yep. <laughs> well, we're still doing this. We've lost all our Patreons. Zero (laughs) downloads. Season three, In the Weeds. (laughs) So about those passes. (laughs) (laughs) So this pass is not only uh, required, it's made out of plastic, so if it gets wet, it doesn't tear apart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Where were
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think I was asking you about the functionality. Functional benefit oh, yeah. of a multi piece. Does it
1: matter yeah. how many pieces your fly rod breaks down into? No, it does not. Uh, but I will say this uh, typically you will find that uh, most rods, most fly rods, will be four pieces. Okay. And I really think that it has to do with packability and just throwing it in your car, making it easy. Uh, they used to make them in two pieces. Uh, And they're just long, right? So if you have a nine-foot rod, you know, four and a half feet with your case and all that, you know, four and a half, five feet of of case, Mm -hmm. throwing it into a vehicle, it kind of encroaches into passenger space or whatever. It limits how you can get it in. So I think they started basically cutting those into four pieces and making them go together so it's easier to throw in. Plus, they're also, a four-piece rod is also easier to uh, fly with if you're going somewhere farther away. Hmm. Throw it in a suitcase. I've done that before. Um, oh, wow. or they make bags, gear bags where you can kind of, it's, it's integrated into the bag where you can store rods and like four piece rods usually. Okay. And so, so nine foot is kind of like the general standard of, mm-hmm. of like a, a fly rod. You know, you can, they go all the way down to five and a half feet ish, uh, up to, you know, 10, 12, 11, 14 feet. And then you get into like different, like rods with two handles, you know, and that's a whole different style. Of fly fishing, spay casting, uh, is a is a whole. Two handles, two handle. like it's fork, <laughs> like a bicycle, <laughs> like, like an old tricycle, Yeah. like that's two handles, and you, and just you just whip it straight over two your head. head. <laughs> what do you mean two handles? <laughs> yeah, so f- one in the front, one in the back. Oh, like a big. Yeah. S- oh, but I we see. won't we won't get into that today. That's that's like, dip- okay. that's a whole different beast.
0: Well, that makes sense. I do understand that from the you know. My boat rods and my backpacking rods are broken down and packable. Yeah. You don't really need that if you're in a salmon rod that's going to just be on your boat. You know, it can just yeah, right. be there and out of the way. Or bigger trout rods.
1: Okay. Got so, it. so that's pretty much like in a nutshell. That's a bi- beginning kind of basic uh, approach to rods. rods. I would get yourself a four-piece five-weight. Okay. Four-piece five-weight. Okay? okay. And so then you're going to need a reel. <clears throat> now you were just asking reels will be rated also with a number, and you want to match the number of your reel to the number of your rod. The so weight of your I rod. So if I got like a
0: three-four reel, I would need to get a three-four rod.
1: Correct. Or a three or a four. A three or a four. Okay. So gotcha. so like when you and they have rods that that have I have a rod that's a four-five weight, hmm. uh, and and so they basically say depending on the fly line, it can cast a. Uh, a five weight or a four weight fly line, right? Okay. And so that's that's anyway. So y- your reel is is much, I will say less. Uh, it's much less important when it comes to the weight rating. Really, what you th- there's a couple things to consider. Does it have the the space or the capacity to hold the bulk of the fly line? Okay. Which almost all reels do. Sure. <clears throat> but the thing is you you want to balance the rod. That's a lot of rods are um uh made in a way that when you attach the proper weight of reel to the fly rod, they'll actually with your hand on the on the handle, on the grip, it will balance mm-hmm. and it won't tip forward or backwards. Mm. And so that's one of the things that is kind of a consideration. And you might not think that's a big deal when you think you read on the handle or the little shank of the fly rod right above the handle. You'll say this thing is like four ounces.
0: That's what that's called—the
1: shank. Well, wow, I don't know. That's just what I called it. The butt. The butt. It's called the that's butt.
0: Good. Yeah, where it says all the numbers and the stats and all that
1: stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. the fighting butt. Yeah. So anyway, uh, where you my new favorite team? Well, fighting butt is actually the end of fighting the handle. Butts. Butt. Fighting. Bu- <laughs> <laughs> go fighting butts! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Here we go. We got this. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyway, on the rod there, close to the handle, whatever you call it, yeah. um, you'll see a bunch of numbers and, and different things. and, and so, um, I hope you match up the other things, the line, yeah. the reel, all that. And you oh. might not think, like, oh, this thing only weighs like four, four and a half ounces. Big deal. That's, I can, that's fine. But what happens is when you put a reel on that with line on it, it adds weight. And if it's not balanced... By the end of the day, you actually do kind of get a little bit tired. Your wrist mm. can hurt, or your shoulder, or whatever, depending on the weight of the rod. Yeah, and so that's kind of why they do that because it's all about making everything work for you instead of against you.
0: I see that, and nobody really wants to go out for a day of leisure, yeah, and be sore from rowing, yeah, and sore from casting. Mm-mm. You got to call in sick the next day and go <laughs> fishing <exercise laughs> again. A little too hard. <laughs> okay, so you got your enough. reel. That makes sense.
1: And then the other part of the reels, is there's got to be something on it. So there's stuff called backing, and backing is really what takes some space to uh, fill your reel, depending on how large the the arbor is, the middle part that spins okay. around that everything spins around it. And they have kind of like small arbor reels, which is kind of more your classic look, um, mm-hmm. or a large arbor reel. If you look at those, like uh, on uh, in a magazine or wherever you're looking at your uh, your stuff at a local shop they have kind of a hollow center, mm-hmm. right? And there's just sort of a pin there that holds everything in place. Um, so the backing is what gives you an extended ability to fish because a fly line is only about you know 75 to 100 feet long. Okay. And so a lot of times you are fishing you know, 40, 50, 60 feet away from you, mm-hmm. and, and you don't have a lot of line left. And so if you were to catch a fish out there – Now you need some backing to extend your fly line, right? So that's what the backing is there for. So
0: backing is actually designed to be used and like to let all of your fly line out. And you can work into the backing like you get them into your backing and that's fine.
1: Yeah. And and so once you catch a fish over six inches, you'll experience what that's like. Yeah,
0: this thing's really take <laughs> now <laughs> I really like it because it gives me a little bit more fly line after I've caught all my fly line in the tree. Yeah. And my seventy five feet is now forty five feet. Now I get some. you more just th- chop it the off? Back. Yeah, you just eh I don't have time <laughs> for this. <laughs> so, yeah, have your backing. Okay. I've always wondered what backing did. That's good. Good to att- know. Attached
1: to the fly line. Backing That's attached like to the fly line. like a braided
0: line. line of sorts, right? Yeah.
1: A lot down. of it is Dacron is kind of what they use. It's very affordable. You can you get cool colors if you want to make it look nice. Okay. There's a bunch of colors available. <clears throat> but it's basically to it take some space and to extend your fly line. So, after the fly line, you have a thing called a tapered leader tapered leader. So this is basically triangular shaped if you really extrapolate it out, or, you know, straighten the thing out, right? Okay. So the end that attaches to your fly line is thicker, oh, the butt yeah. section, and then it go, it tapers to a really fine uh, leader and, and fine line uh, out the, to the end. And a lot you could tie your fly on to the leader. Okay. A lot of people will choose to tie on to that a section, what we call tippet. And tippet is just a a level line it's not your hand goes up yes
0: oftentimes this tippet will come in numbers like 5x 6x whereas like if you're using yeah like a mono uh line for other types of gear fishing yeah it'll be coming on like a weight right like 20 pound test yep or whatever but tippet <clears throat> or yeah. tapered leader is comes often in, in x. 5x, yeah. 6x, 1x and it gets kind of confusing because like one is bigger, one is smaller just like the reel is yes. a one or the rod is a one and a 7 and,
1: and so and that's what I would just say just read, right? And and here's here's what you can do. So a lot of so freshwater guys use the x rating system. The f- saltwater guys use the pound test or diameter. Rating okay. system. Okay, so the diameter of the line. How but they'll big? They'll all it? be on there on the same packet. It'll they, all it say will on be the on there. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so what you would do is you'd have your fly line, and then you would get your leader. So you've got your five weight rod with a five X nine foot tippet, okay. or not, excuse me, nine foot tapered leader. Okay, you like the five X nine foot. I like five or four, but is five four bigger or smaller. So with X rating. Uh, with x-rating <laughs> it's x-rated show now x-rated x-rated gotta keep it good it's a family show um so the the tippet or the leader rating um the lower the number the thicker the line the higher the number the thinner diameter the line okay so this is opposite of the rod exactly good to know so for trout usually you're in the five Four three right in mm-hmm. there. X, uh, leader and tippet. Yeah, so that's good to know because if
0: you're buying a rod, a reel, some fly line, and then your tapered leader, you're not matching it to your reel and your rod, right. Like you are with the other stuff. Right. Okay,
1: good. So you got your see, so you, and this is all questions that you could have answered very easily in your fly shop, right? So you just they'll they'll line you up, they'll give you what you need. And and you're off to the races.
0: Okay, so we're borrowing some waders mm-hmm. for this first outing. We're just grabbing a pair of old boots. Yeah, right. Just probably, throw them on.
1: Probably you
0: don't need a two hundred dollar pair of wading boots. No, you might get there, but you can just as easily throw on
1: some boots. You could you could do that. Um, you can choose not to wade. A lot of waters around here. Mm-hmm. If you if you go over to Central Oregon to the Deschutes River, you don't even need to step in that river to to be catching fish. Fish out of the boat. Uh huh. It's okay. actually a pretty dangerous river to wade. Um, and I would recommend not waiting if possible. Um, so waiters is a whole nother thing, uh, but I would just say waiters can cost from anywhere from a hundred bucks to eight hundred dollars
0: or more. Yeah, or yeah, more. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? It's literally depends on your budget. And the only thing I'll say about waiters is, in my experience, you get what you pay for.
0: And warranty is also yep. much better you yep. know, on higher end stuff. Uh-huh. Warranty,
1: um, just like multiple layers of material between you and the world. Uh, because you know if you think about scrabbling up and down uh, like the steep banks of rivers, sometimes you're falling, sliding down things. It is very, very easy to tear uh, waders on rocks or sticks or sticker bushes.
0: What I run into often, not being a skinny mini, mm-hmm. is that
1: I oftentimes get my legs rubbing together. Yeah, well, and they started putting the seams of the waders in the back of a leg. Oh, that's nice. They used to be in the crotch, and yeah. it would it would just wear out. And um, I think Sims was the first waders that I uh, noticed started like, putting that oh, seam toward that the back, sense. and it totally makes sense because yeah. the material can slide by itself, but when you have it's a seam, seam right there, it just it just you know tears it apart. Okay. So I would just say you know you know budget a. A couple hundred bucks for waiters, a pair of boots. Same thing. You can get a thirty-five dollar pair of boots, and you can get a two hundred and fifty dollar pair of boots or more. Um, And again, it's all get what you get, what you pay for. If you use these these things three times a year, you just don't need the most expensive to get you out there, right? Uh, Waiters also come in boot foot, which is the boot is attached to the waiter. uh, For pretty self explanatory. Uh, a lot of people that I know, myself included, uh, I really like boot foot waiters for the convenience. It's very quick in and out. Mm, mm-hmm. It's awesome. Now, if you want stability in where you're waiting, I would go with a waiter that has a stocking foot with a, a separate boot because yeah. you get a much better fit and you more ankle support and stuff like that. Especially if you're
0: gonna be doing much bank
1: walking around and stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, I have both. <clears throat> so that leads me to how do you carry all this stuff with you right uh the things that you need right so you have either a fishing vest just like you your grandpa had or maybe you have Mm -hmm. in your own closet right now um or you buy a a pack there's different kinds of packs fanny packs a sling that kind of goes over one shoulder Mm. Uh, i kind of prefer the sling style um and that's personal preference how much stuff do you want to carry with you? you just worry about your phone
0: your snacks yeah, your knife, yeah, okay. yeah, all, all that stuff. Fly boxes. Oh, fishing stuff,
1: right? All yeah. the fishing stuff, right? Oh, fishing stuff. That's where we fishing. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking
0: about snacks again. Back to thinking. You're about hungry.
1: <laughs> um, and so again, packs are one of those things where you can make it cost thirty dollars, or you can make it cost two hundred and fifty dollars. You know, yeah. uh, you can spend so much money on this sport, just like any other sport, right?
0: Or you can be a make it work Marty.
1: Or, like, make it work, Marty. You can just say, I've got a backpack. I'm going to literally just take my backpack and use that. Totally fine.
0: Oh, you can just, you don't have to go out and buy a new, <laughs> yeah, brand, fishing brand pack. You could just take the pack you already have. Well, you'll catch more fish if you have
1: fishing brand. Yeah, your pictures will get more legs. Cut the tags off, though, first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then okay. the only other thing I would say that you really do need, other than f- literally flies and, and a little box to keep them in, um, is, sunglasses Mm. so you're here you are whipping a fly with a hook on it right uh out you know back and forth back and forth back and forth and typically even experienced casters but like especially beginners you tend to uh break sort of the the rules of casting if you will and and the fly is not going to be where it's supposed to be sometimes it gets in you (laughs) Mm. yeah so you want to make sure that your eyes are protected And so I always, always wear, uh, sunglasses or just glasses when safety goggles, when I'm fishing. Yeah. Because if it's low light and you don't need sunglasses, even like clear safety goggles, I would highly recommend that. Um, and then if you're waiting, um, waiting staffs are super helpful and keep you safe. I have taken more swims than I want to know. I want to admit. And when you finally dunk your waders, Your life flashes before your eyes and you'll go out and you'll buy a waiting staff. Before that, you might make fun of the people as old guys. Yeah. Right? Which I did. Until I until I thought I was going to die.
0: I am a huge trekking fan guy, person. So like when trekking I'm hiking, pole? yeah. trekking poles. What did I say? Trekking fan, <laughs> trekking fan person. Star Trek. Trekking pole fan. All right. So like when I go hiking, because it takes the load off my knees, it distributes it, it gives me additional yeah. stability. Yeah. Same sort of thing. So what I do for my fishing waiting staff yeah. is that I just have a, <clears throat> um, I have a, an old trekking pole that breaks down into three parts. And then I just use that. It fits in my pack. It's short. It's condensed. And that's what I use. Pull it out. I'm always using it as well. So,
1: so that pretty much sums you don't up have the gear. To buy one. And you just can use one. You can add all kinds of stuff. But those are the basics that'll just get you out there. Right. But
0: none of this is gonna catch the fish. What actually gets
1: in the fish's mouth? Yeah. So then you need your flies, right? And there are different types of flies. So you have your wet flies. And these are like the larval or nymphal phase of, of, a, of a bug. Because, again, your fly is, is typically imitating a natural aquatic insect. And so you have a larval stage. Looks a little bit like wormage. Is, is it a bug in the air or a bug in the water? Both. That's why I'm saying wet is larval in the water. Okay. <laughs> and they're swimming around. These nymphs are swimming around in the water. Uh, Some of them, like classic wet flies, just look kind of buggy in general. Mm. They don't necessarily mimic one specific fly or bug. And then you have your dry flies, and those are the ones that we all kind of picture that are sort of puffy and floaty, and and they they, uh, imitate that adult insect. Those are the most fun to catch fish on, if you ask me. see the fish right. You can see it yeah. happen right in yeah. front of you. That's what we all imagine and, and, and uh, sort of dream about. And then you have a category called streamers. And these are like your bait fish patterns, leeches, crayfish, kind of creature-looking things. Hmm. Um, that's that's uh, the streamers. And you, those are a moving thing. So you, you'd, you'd, you'd be manipulating the line mm. to move the fly through the water. And then there's terrestrials, and those are just insects that live on the land instead of in the water. So you have ants, huh. you know, grasshoppers, crickets, beetles, all that kind of thing. I got some
0: ants. One of the things I always heard somewhere or saw somebody say was like, when you when you don't know what they're biting and you can't catch any fish, just try some ants because exactly. there's always ants around. Exactly.
1: That I actually heard that at a fishing retreat when there was a presentation uh, being, and he said the exact same mm. thing. And I've tried that, and it actually works. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the last category, I just called it big flies. You know, you've got things called bass poppers. Bass eat big food.
0: Because it's good to, it's important to remember that it's fly fishing. It's not just trout fly fishing. You can fly fish for any sorts of species. All kinds of people do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of times, you like a popper with a bass popper with gear. You have this cork or plastic thing that floats. And there's kind of a cupped uh, face to it, and you sort of you know, strip it through the water, and it sort of makes a popping sound, makes commotion. And so bass love those. Um, there are guys that catch enormous trout in Montana, British Columbia, Alaska on mouse patterns. Hmm. And I've never fished a mouse Does pattern. Does really look like a mouse? Kind of. They use deer hair, and they sort okay. of... They spin the deer hair around the hook and then they trim it back to look kind of like the shape of a mouse and mm. and uh, there's different there's a whole bunch of things but those are kind of fun so the big flies those mm-hmm. are great most of this stuff I'm talking about is all freshwater fishing saltwater is a whole nother universe we won't even get into that today oh like bonefish bonefish and. You know, uh, tarpon. You know, more of the, yeah, tarpon and like the the predatory fish that really eat, really, they're eating other fish. And yeah, when you're standing
0: like miles out, but you're in two feet of water. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like the dream. I so want to do that so bad. Mm. So, anyway, that's kind of an overview. I want to get okay. to the game before we run out of time. Oh, oh,
0: yeah. I forgot we had a game. Yeah. So, quit yeah. asking questions, Mr. Sorry. Brenneman.
1: <laughs> What's the game? So the game is this. Let me let that's me pull up my document here. This game is called Fly or Lie. Well, that's a really good name. Cue, <laughs> cue the music, right? All right. So Fly or Lie. So I'm going to read the name of a fly, and you're going to say Fly or Lie. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So the first one here. I'm just going to hop right in. First one is Dublin Damsel. Fly or Lie. You can't Google. Fly. You just typed in fly. your computer. No, I didn't. So fly. So you, that is wrong. So I'm going to keep your score here. Okay, keep my score. All right, so uh, let's see here. Yeses and nos. Okay, so you, you're wrong on one. All right, so fly or lie. And so the damsel fly. Or Dublin damsel is just something I made up, but the damsel fly is actually a very, very main source of food, especially in uh, still waters like lakes and ponds, and in really slow bodies of water like uh, like rivers that are moving slowly. The damsel don't don't overlook the damsel fly. That is a very mainstay source of trout food. Okay. Okay. Right? Damsel I'm going flies. to make some
0: notes of these to see if Chad can post up some pictures. Oh, yeah.
1: So that people can see what they look like. Damselflies look like those really, really skinny dragonflies. All right. Oh, are those the blue ones? hmm Yep, them. they're super nice. They yep. land on you all the time when you're on the water. All right, you ready for the next one? Yeah, let's do it. All right, it's called the zoo cougar.
0: There's no way that can be.
1: That's a lie or lie? Lie. Lie? Lie. It is a fly. Yeah, the zoo cougar cougar is a fly. Whoa, I'm 0 for (laughs) 2. 0 for 2. Okay, zoo (laughs) cougar. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. The third fly is called drunken disorderly. That's a lie. Fly or lie? Lie. It's a fly. What? (laughs) So far, 0 for 3 oh my gosh i've got links to all these flies if we could if we want we can put them in show notes um if we don't i don't know you guys can email us if you really want to check them out let's put them up on instagram okay. when this comes out <laughs> just have a big all right are Drunk you ready
0: Drunken disorderly that's a fly okay. that was
1: invented drunken disorderly was invented by fly tire tommy lynch so all right is he
0: a professional fly tire
1: Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know. He's a guide, so he's professional at fishing. So yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Pirates' booty. Fly or lie. Lie. Lie is correct. Lie is correct. Um. So you got one. Got one. All right. One for four. Pirates. Oopsie. I miscalculated your score. I'm going to try that again. One, two, three. All right. All right. So good job. I made that up. You know, Pirate's Booty is just a really delicious white cheddar popcorn. <laughs> OK. Yeah.
0: You know, however, I think that you could design a fly, call it
1: Pirate's Booty. See, that's the thing. And you could invent one. I got to admit, it was really difficult to find flies that actually were not thought of. Really? <laughs> because there's so many crazy names of flies out there. Mm. All right. Are you ready for the next one? I'm ready. Rainbow Warrior. Fly or lie? That's a fly. That is a fly. Very good. That uh, fly. I don't even know what it imitates. I think it's. I think it's a mayfly. Okay. Um, but yeah, very good on the Deschutes River. F- Fyi. Oh,
0: so you might have. So you when you say like mayfly, mm-hmm. or a caddisfly, mm-hmm. that's the actual fly in the world. Yes, and then these other names of things. Are specific designs They're patterns That are patterns Yeah That are imitating those Yes So it's not like you go and you find A damselfly You didn't At the find fly shop You didn't find a zoo cougar There's no zoo cougar insect You find 12 different <clears throat> damsel patterns That imitate the damselfly Yes Which
1: are then Everybody just makes up the weird names Yes Okay Yeah Alright Okay So the next one Are you ready? Yeah It's called The grease stain Fly or lie that's a lie. It is. It's a fly. Oh. The grease stain. I've got a link to the recipe. Okay. So, sorry about that. All right. Next next one. Chernobyl ant. That's a fly. Very good. It I've is a fly. One. Another fly that is phenomenal. Right now in May through June... On the Deschutes River. Mayfly. It imitates a stonefly, an adult stonefly, and the Chernobyl ant is really good.
0: Does it have the black foam on it? Yep. Oh, I got some of those. Yep. All right. You ready for the next one? Yep, yep, yep.
1: Green weenie. The green weenie. He's thinking.
0: Yes. Fly. 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 Final answer.
1: it is a fly. Very good. Very good. You're catching up. So it's four to four here.
0: Four to four. Yeah. Four oh. to
1: four. Yes and nos. This is a batting average. That'd be really good. Five hundred. <laughs> Five hundred, baby. Hall of fame. All right. Are you ready for it? This is the final one in the contest. This is it. Oh, this is great. You're four- You could. You could do- really go on the winning side right. okay. here. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. It's called stomachache. Fly or lie?
0: It's a lie, and here's why I think that. Because you were designing this game, and you couldn't think of any that weren't real, and you had a stomachache.
1: <laughs> Did I nail it? I love your line of logic. You actually nailed it. It is a lie. Okay. Um, oops, there you go, a five. Um, and, but while I Googled, because I was Googling every one of my made-up names yeah. to see if it actually existed, I came across a, uh, a fly called Belly Ache Minnow.
0: Oh, okay. And so I
1: was like, you know, it's different enough that I'm going to use it because yeah. stomachache is what I came up with, right? And so, but the bellyache minnow is an actual fly. Wow. So, fly pattern. Hmm. So, anyway, so you had five uh, correct answers and four incorrect answers. Um, I, I got to just say, yeah, good job, buddy. Thank I appreciate you. it. Um, there are so many funny names. I would love to go through a list of just. I don't know. I think it's maybe ten. Oh, you have a list of funny names? Just funny names that aren't in the competition that I came across. You know, so yeah. And um, I I have a question. Is there gonna be time for questions later? Yes, after After the the presentation. Okay, Okay. (laughs) I can wait. (laughs) So the funny names that I came up with, and you can find them all over the place. Um, But uh, please pardon, I'm just reading pre. You know you know names oh, that somebody else think came up with a little with. bit, like, ooh. yeah, hey, 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 Bryce. Uh, this is a family just show, things right? Things out mm-hmm.
0: there you're reading,
1: yeah. So, the first one is, is really what I'm thinking of. It's called the Montreal Whore. Whoa, uh, so easy, right? Yeah, listen, Whoa. listen. Uh, a lot of Montreal fly shops, horror, like really scary time in Montreal. <laughs> well, to clarify, the Mo- the uh, Montreal <laughs> horror. Uh, fly, um, a lot of shops will clean up this name and call it the Montreal Floozy, uh, yeah. I mm-hmm. see, I yeah. see. Uh there's one called the Cow Dung. Cowdung. Cow dung. That's a good one. Yeah. Mickey Finn. All right. Okay. The Professor.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. You rat face McDougal. Okay. There it is. is uh, it Irish fly. Irish fly, apparently. Or <laughs> Scottish fly. Scottish. Yeah. Uh, formerly known as Prince. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because there's a Prince nymph. And so this one oh. is a nymph, formerly known as Prince. Gotcha. Nice. <laughs> And then there's the Drunken Disorderly in there. And then finally, it's the Meat Whistle. So, I mean, just all these things. This one attracts big fish. Oh, and that's not final. Shop Vac. Huh. Sucks up everything out there. I guess. Oh, that's good. Bacon and eggs. And the Hippie Stomper. I mean, it's just. I don't like that one. It's crazy. Hey, for the record, BCP loves hippies. Okay, We would never. We would never. Good. Come on now.
0: I have a question for you. Is it question time? Question time. Those were great names. Thank you. That was a very fun game. Fly (laughs) or lie? What was your little? uh, You and you, uh, when we went out to the lake a while back, you guys were fishing a little thing that had two little things on it. Wow! Does that? That's pretty descriptive. It was like foam. You made it. It had two little colorful, like somewhere yellow. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Those are called boobies.
0: Boobies. Mm -hmm. Is that what they're? you buy those or you make them No those? I made them okay. I made
1: them So there's a fly pattern called the booby the booby And and uh for a very if you see if you guys google a uh, fly pattern you make sure you Make sure, please make sure you attach fly pattern okay. to the name booby. Uh, you will understand why they're called that.
0: You might just want to grab a like
1: a fly book off the shelf yeah. and look it up. Unless it's a little safer. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I, I'll just say hey, I when I Googled it, it I didn't run into any danger because I used all the words. Okay, good. Fly right. pattern booby. Yeah. Uh and and it's just a it's just kind of a, a tractor pattern that, that is super brightly colored. A tractor? We didn't cover that in our category, but a lot of these, some some of these will just generally catch the attention of fish, and they're mm-hmm. just curious, right? And so they'll come mm-hmm. over and eat it. Okay. So that one kind of falls into that category. It's kind of a um, sort of UK pattern. Oh. Uh, they have a lot of different flies over there that we don't really use, but they work great. Okay. So, that's awesome. Thanks yeah. for
0: that answer. Next question.
1: Yeah. We have rod
0: numbers, real numbers- now we have um, line oh, numbers. We good fly question. numbers because these are also sized. You could have you could go to the fly shop and at the top it could say mm-hmm. uh, drunken disorderly, but then the whole thing in yeah. the six trays going down are all drunken disorderly. Okay,
1: so I did not mention that fly line. So your rod, your reel, and your fly line, you're going to want to match those numbers together. Okay. So five, five, and five. If you have a five weight, right? Yeah. Uh, so your your um, fly numbers that you'll have like a number say 10 or a number 12 or a number mm-hmm. 20 right the higher the number the smaller the fly okay the higher the number the smaller the fly just the like fly or the hook or both it's it, it's really talking about the hook okay uh, but uh, essentially it, it translates into the smaller the, whole fly.
0: the hook the smaller the shank the more, less space or more space to tie the fly into
1: yeah yeah, okay. there's different lengths of shanks and different gaps of hooks and all these kinds of things. But basically, the number is the size of the hook. So uh, so as far as like, you know, when you're selecting your fly, that's where your local knowledge really, really comes in. Because they'll say, mm-hmm. hey, you're going to want this blue-winged olive in a size 14 or a size 16 or even a size 18, right? They will mm-hmm. really dial you in on sizes. And trust your local shops because they really do know. So, Hmm. so that, that, you know, there's different, uh, philosophies or thoughts on do you, if you can't match the size, is it better to go bigger or smaller? Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of guys that I know and talk to think that smaller is better because it's less intimidating to the fish Mm -hmm. potentially. Um, but not always, I don't know. I would probably err on the smaller side if possible.
0: So if everybody's saying you got to have the, the blue wing olive in a size 14 and they're saying that you go there, the bin's empty. You maybe jump down. I would get this. I get a sixteen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. No, that's good to know. One last question. Yep. Nets. Do I need to just worry about what kind of? Can I just use the old? Like I got the green, the metal yeah. net yeah. with the green wire from nineteen seventy six. Can I just take that out? Catch my fish with that Does legally? What the
1: legally? Yes. Okay. But I would say this for the if you're keeping and you're only and you know that where you're fishing is a keep fishery. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Meat right? fishing. Yeah. You can you can keep those fish. Fish and, them for dinner. Yeah, it's fine. If you are intending or you just want the option of releasing fish, I would strongly recommend that you use a rubber net bag or rubber bag net for your for your fishing. And the reason that that, that I say that is that the uh, fabric that they use the, the, the material they use to tie knots in that then to create the nets is really really abrasive on fish mm-hmm. and it removes the slime the protective coating on a fish mm-hmm. and so those rubber nets they don't remove that slime and it keeps it intact and it helps the the fish uh, live hmm yeah so probably then you need to go out and buy like a $300 fish pond net. Nope so I bought one uh, for 20 bucks at Walmart. Wow so. I was just there one day and I, I looked find. and I thought hey it's 20 bucks it was it's like a you know 18 inch long uh, basket mm-hmm. and it was 20 bucks wow you know you can spend a whole bunch on them but uh, you don't have to good to know there's good. other options yeah yeah then you just have to make your own Walmart sticker for your boat <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool
0: that. oh that's been a lot of fun that's been really good you know I know some stuff but I also don't know much and so I just kind of fish and don't really catch and. But I catch some, and so I got some systems that work. But I don't know all this stuff, so like I don't know the wets and the streamers and the all that. So it's cool. I'm looking forward to trying some new stuff, and hopefully, some listeners now. If you got at least somewhere to start, if you might be interested in going out and fly fishing, so fun yeah. fun quiz.
1: Yeah, it's fun. Thanks for being with us, you guys. Also, I just want to re uh, remind you of our Patreon drive coming up, and look forward to um, just June. When we mm-hmm. when we get back. Uh once again I want to thank Fawn Veach for joining us. Thanks for thank being you, along Fawn. for being a Patreon miss supporter. Fawn. Yeah. And um we're gonna we're gonna miss you for a little bit, but don't worry, we'll be back. And we wanna thank you for joining us. Subscribe to our social media mm-hmm. on Instagram and Facebook. Um, do you wanna mention our phone number? You got sure. it?
0: Five oh call us, leave us a voicemail. We got a few of these in the queue still we need to get back to. We're looking forward to planning this out during break. 503-427-8743. So if you got a question, comment about anything, even if just comment like, hey Bryce, loved your flyer lie game. You know, call mm-hmm. us up. Let us know. Uh, you can send us an email, breaking camp podcast at gmail.com. Share the episode. <laughs> uh, leave us uh, leave us a review. Five stars, all the stars. Share it with a friend or two. And we will see you in June. Hear you. Talk to you. Yeah. Talk with you. Talk to you. you in June. We'll continue this conversation in June. And most importantly,
1: get outside and have some fun.